Hey, 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 welcome to the Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show. I am your host, Dr. Gigi Jasmine. The fear of failure is one of the most common fears that people state when you ask them about what is keeping them from achieving their goals. What is keeping them from being successful? They say it is the fear of failure. And I'm wondering, how can you go through this human experience without failing? It is a given. We fail from the moment we get got out <laughs> of the stomach until we die. Okay, that's what we do. Okay, before we can learn how to eat by ourselves, we make a whole mess out of everything. How can you not fail in this human experience? But that is the number one fear that people say is stopping them from achieving success. So in this episode, I will share with you a few tips to help you face fear of failure head on and really put yourself in a position to move your life towards success. Are you ready? Grab your pen and paper and let's get started. Hey, 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 my name is Dr. Gigi Jasmine, and I am obsessed with all things personal development and helping you face your fears, shatter your limiting beliefs, and show up messy in this process of creating a life and business that lights you up. I am the girl from the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere who put herself through school, became an educator, built a real estate business, and wrote the book on conquering your past. Is there a subject that's off limits? No way. Mindset, money, abuse, mental health, family, education are all topics we discuss here. This is the place where you will learn how to be a happy, vibrant, curious, productive, and brave woman who build a life she loves. Grab your lime water and your favorite cozy pillow and get ready to take messy action. This is the Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show. This episode is brought to you by Welcome to the Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show, episode 65. Failing greatly, how to stop the fear of failure from keeping you stuck. Ooh, it's amazing to me that the fear of failure is so prevalent and so dominant in people's lives. To me, it's, uh, it's really mind-boggling. Yes, I've had that fear as well. But as I think about it, as I analyze it, I, I'm wondering how can we go through this human experience without failing? That's what we expect to do. We expect to just go through life doing everything perfectly. But the reality is we fail. We, we fail through life. That's what we do. We fail through life. That is why I call this episode failing greatly. We have to put ourselves in situation to fail or else we will be stuck. Stuck in a situation where we do nothing with the gifts and the skills and the opportunities that comes that come our way. So now, 
I mean, what causes fear? What causes fear? Everybody has um, their own definition for what fear is or fear of failure is. And all of that depends on your own goals, your own values, your own belief system, your own meaning that you attribute to failing. All right. So if you have, if you, you may have different, different goals, you know, different goals. So you might say, well, um, let's say you wanted to make a million dollars and you make, uh, 800,000 and you feel like you failed because you didn't reach your goal. All right. So versus somebody who wanted to make a hundred dollars and ended up making 50, uh, they might not see it as the same kind of failure. But I mean, essentially, it's the same. You didn't you didn't reach your revenue goal or your money goal, but essentially it is the same. But your definition has to do a lot with how you see fear, how you, how you value fear, how you use uh, fear of failure, and that is so very important because when we say we fear failure. What we're saying is, is that we don't believe, we don't believe that we can do something. We don't believe that we have the skill or the knowledge or the strength or the confidence to actually do something, get something done. And that has a lot to do with your belief system. And your belief system has a lot to do with how you were brought up. Okay, because the root of these fears and the fear of failure is that, you know, perhaps you had very critical parents, parents who always criticize you no matter what you did. They try to find something wrong. Okay. They try to undermine or they try to humiliate you. They try to make you look bad. They try to shame you for really taking action and doing your best. And because they have done that, you feel like, oh my goodness, I cannot do anything right because it doesn't matter what I do. My parents always criticize me. And later on, you, you may have project that to even some of your friends or a significant other. You might feel like they do the same. They criticize you. They undermine you or they humiliate you or they don't pay attention to, to what you have done. It's like, there's no impact. They don't impact. It's like, they don't see you, <laughs> you know, they don't see you in what you have done. And because of that, you feel like you haven't, you have failed. You haven't really made the contribution or the impact, or you haven't gotten the reaction that you expected. So your fear of failure may have come from something of that, that sort, or perhaps you've experienced a traumatic event, a traumatic, something traumatic in your life that has become a trigger point for you and that has remind you you know over and over again that you are not capable or you're not you're not good enough or you cannot do anything right i remember shortly after i graduated college i was so excited to go to interviews because i was looking to make $25,000 a year to me, that was the, that was the, the magic number that I was looking for because at the time I was, I think probably making around ten, twelve thousand dollars a year, 
not dollars, but thousands of dollars a year. And I was so proud of the job that I had. I was like a senior secretary. And I felt like because I actually carried a full-time job while I was in college, I thought that was something that employers would have been very impressed (laughs) with. But apparently, after several interviews, I was traumatized. Literally, I had... I had several traumatic experiences that boils down to, you know, why are you wanting a different job? You have a good job. You have a good job. Why are you looking for another job? And I had another, like an interviewer put his foot in my face because I was going after a management position He put his foot right on the desk in front of me and he said, you will never sit behind this desk. And I was, I was perplexed. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? What, what, what did I do? Isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Go to college, get a better job, get a better salary to be able to take care of my needs and the people who were depending, depending on me. I couldn't understand why some people were so upset because I was trying to better myself. They saw the fact that I was a senior secretary at a job that was paying me about $12,000 a year. They saw me as that secretary and they saw me as that's good enough for me. That was good enough for you to stay at that job, why are you looking for another job? So I, there was a point I was like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't go to any more interviews because apparently I am not succeeding in this thing. These people don't like the fact that I'm trying to get a better job. (laughs) It was not hilarious at the time. It was traumatic because I was on a mission to really double more than double my salary because I wanted to own my own home. I wanted to own a nice car. I wanted to help my my parents, my mom and my brothers that I left in Haiti. So this was very important to me. So, but when somebody was, when some, not somebody, multiple people were telling me that this is not, I shouldn't be doing this. I felt like I was doing something wrong. I felt like I was failing myself and maybe I was not presenting myself correctly. And it was a traumatic experience because every time I would step to go to an interview, I I was afraid. I was afraid of who I was going to see and what they were going to say to me. I was afraid that I was going to get humiliated again by having somebody put their foot in my face and telling me that I don't deserve this position, that I will never sit behind this desk. But, but, (laughs) deep inside, I know that I had to continue. You know, and I think too, over the years, that may have impacted me going after bigger positions. You know, I have to say, but I... I knew, I knew for a long time, and I, and I still know, that's why I'm still working on it. I still know that I have a lot to offer and there's always room for growth and development. So, and there's always room and growth for me to do something more. So although it did impact me, but 
not for too long. Not for too long. Not for too long. So I don't know what traumatic experience you may have experienced. Maybe you were giving an important speech and then you bum it. All right. Maybe you, you were introduced to a certain person and you felt like you put them down. You know, the person who introduced you, you felt like you put, you put them down. Uh, maybe you, you signed up for a project and you chickened out and you didn't want to do it anymore because you feel like you would not be good at it. So your, your fear of failure may have come from a variety of places. You have to determine where that is and you have to face it and realize that this was an experience. This was not the totality of who you are. And I know a lot of times when we, when we uh, feel like we, we have been through these situations, we find ourselves in a place of powerlessness. Like we, have, we don't have the power to change ourselves. But I wanted, with my interview, I wanted the, a job uh, that pays me $25,000. <laughs> okay, more than I wanted to feel powerless. And that is why, you know, eventually I ended up getting a $27,000 job. <laughs> so $2,000 above what I was expecting. All right. So we have to allow ourselves not to be powerless because of our experiences, not to fall into this place where we avoid taking action because we are afraid of making a mistake. We are afraid of how people will look at us. We are afraid that people will criticize us. We are afraid that we're going to appear dumb and stupid and not good enough and not knowledgeable enough. Okay. And then we have to really put ourselves in a situation uh, where we can learn from the experience rather than put rather than feeling anxious and anxiety and helplessness okay we have to really put ourselves in a situation where we can learn from the experience okay and that is and that that's the thing once we feel the fear of failure we are reluctant to try new things we are reluctant to take on a challenging project we have come to work against ourselves by sabotaging ourselves to the form of procrastination, to the form of not following through, okay, to the form of really negative thinking, telling ourselves we'll never get it, we'll never make it, we'll never understand it. It's like low self-esteem and low self-confidence keep us stuck in the same situation over and over because we're not allowing ourselves to really cross through this experience and move on to somewhere we can be impactful and then we take the form of perfectionism as if okay when we when we take the form of perfectionism we're really lowering the bar we are choosing something that we know we can do very well that is not challenging at all because we want it to come out perfectly okay perfectly and successfully we know we're going to succeed. And I think when we don't put ourselves in challenging situation, there's no way that we are going to grow. So how do, we, how, how do we fail greatly? How do we stop the fear of failure from keeping us stuck? 
How do we do that? We do that by changing our perspective. Change the way you see failure. Do you see failure as the end of the world? Do you see failure as a proof of inadequacy? Do you see failure as a learning experience? It's up to you. If you see failure as the end of the world, then you feel like, okay, well, I will never do this again. I will never try this again. I will never be embarrassed like this. Never again. No way. If you see failure as proof of inadequacy, you might see the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And then you might want to do whatever's in between to fill in the gap. Okay, if it's a skill you need to learn, you go learn it. Okay, do you need to be a better presenter? Do you need to join Toastmasters or something like that? Then that's what you do. Inadequacy is just like, it's a skill gap, okay? It's a skill gap. All you have to do is fill that skill. Or you might see it as a learning experience. If it's a learning experience, then what you do is you look for the lesson in the learning experience and you'd be like, well, okay, I don't want to repeat this again. So therefore I have to learn this and do this differently so that I can get a different result. That is it. I mean, you've heard the story about babies and how when they're learning to walk, they fall and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall again. Guess what? And they get up, they keep getting up, they keep getting up over and over again until guess what? Until they can walk straight (laughs) and not fall. Okay, so that's the same way we have to see failure. We have to put ourselves in situation to fail greatly. Fail a hundred times, a thousand times. Because if you're failing, that means that you are taking risks. you You are taking chances. You are trying to improve yourself. You are trying to learn something new, something different. You are building on a skill. That is what you're doing. It is an opportunity to grow. It is an opportunity to learn about yourself, who you are, what you're capable of doing. That's what failure is. And it also helps you discover who's, who's, who's your true, true friends, who's by your side. Who are your true supporters? Who's going to stand by you even when you fail? Right? And it's amazing how failure works too because it allows you to, to really gain some insights you would not know otherwise. You probably didn't know you were that bold, that brave, that curious, that persistent. That loving, that kind, you probably didn't know. But because you had a failing experience, because you fail greatly, you were able to get yourself unstuck and you were able to learn from the experience. And now you have grown and you have become a totally different person. Okay, so here are some things to put into practice when you are thinking about the fear of failure. When you are debating whether or not you should take action on something. First, focus on what you can control. This world is full of things that we we cannot control. Don't focus on them. Focus on what you can control. You can control on reading a book. You can control on, you can control taking a course, course. 
You can control who you, how many appointments you decide to have during the day. You can control what to eat and how to eat it. You can control a bunch of things. So focus on what you can control, not what you can't. That's one. I want you to be a more positive thinker. Be more positive. What do you have to lose by being more positive? Nothing. It gives you that that perspective that you can do it. It it prepares the road for you so that when you get when the road gets bumpy, you will not get discouraged. Because you know there's better days ahead. There's a lesson to be learned here. There's something to be done differently here. Okay? So focus on what you can control. Think positively. And I want you to think of, you know, when you when you start a project or you're doing something uh, different, consider all the different possibilities of things that could happen, right? Think of it. Write them all down. Okay, write them all down. And then think about what is the worst case scenario? What is the worst case scenario? Like some people are afraid of getting on social media because they are afraid that their family, their friends, they will fail in front of their family and friends. So I would ask them, I would say, okay, what if your family and friends see you failing? What's going to happen then? Will you be a different person? So I would encourage them, hey, go ahead and get it done with. Go, go over, go to social media, get on live, make videos, whatever you want to do. And then let them see you fail a thousand times. Because you know what? After a thousand times, I'm sure they won't care. And I'm sure you won't care either. Okay? And so many times too, we think that people are paying attention to us when they are not. I think sometimes we are full of ourselves. Okay? We are self-centered. So we're always thinking about ourselves and how people see us. And in reality, they're not, they're not concerned about us. <laughs> they are concerned about themselves. Okay, so focus on what you can control. Think positively. Uh, think of the uh, possible outcomes and look at the worst case scenario. Okay, and then have, have, have a contingency plan. You know, if something goes wrong, okay, if the worst case scenario goes wrong, okay, what, what is the next step? What am I going to do? Okay, so if I'm giving a speech, if the speech goes wrong, what am I going to do? I remember I was giving a speech and I totally forgot. I mean, I went blank. I totally went blank on what I was supposed to say. And I tried to find myself and, whoa, and I couldn't. So I had to really use my humor <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> I don't know. I turned that situation into... Uh, uh, a funny moment. Okay, people laughed. And then that gave me a few seconds to just kind of regroup my, my thoughts and, and get back on track. Okay, there are different little things you can do. Don't take yourself too seriously. Okay? I was able to make the, the my audience laugh and turn that embarrassing moment <laughs> into something that was like... A comeback because now they see that hey when I if I if I get stuck or something goes wrong I find a way to get back okay and then you know a lot of times we fear 
failure because we put too many, like too big of a goal in front of us. You know, start with something small. Something small you can control and you can get a quick win and you can build that momentum and stay motivated to pursue the next thing. Okay, so fear of failure is something, it's just like any other fear. You have to face it head on. If you don't face it head on, it's going to keep you stuck, unable to really take action towards your dream life and your dream business. So if you need help conquering, overcoming, and facing this fear of failure, the link is in the bio. You can click on the link and let's get schedule a time so we can chat. So I can see where you are, where you want to be, and we can fill into in the gap and find out exactly what you need to do to overcome that fear of failure and take control of your life. That you have control of. What you do with your time, what you do with your resources, and what you do with your future. You have that control. So let's take it. So go to the bio, not bio, I'm sorry. <laughs> go to the go to the uh, show notes and click on the link and schedule your appointment today. All right? Until then, I want you I want you to know that you are unstoppable and anything you put your mind to, you can achieve. Until next time. I would love it very much to connect with you. Please follow us on our Facebook page at the Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show, or you can join us at Women Entrepreneurs Breaking Barriers to get weekly motivation, inspiration, life tools, and business tools to really empower you to take unstoppable action. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show and if you learned something, please tell us on our Facebook page, The Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show, or join us at Women Entrepreneurs Breaking Barriers on our Facebook page. Also, one of the best gifts you can give me is a review at Apple Podcasts. Hop on in there. And I want to hear from you. I mean, it encourages me and I get so excited when I get a message from you. Thank you so much again for listening. See you next time.